Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, General Manager at Wisports.net and your host for the WSN podcast. It is an uh, interesting time, obviously. It continues to be an interesting time, continues to be a lot of hurry up and wait, a lot of changing uh, narratives, changing situations, changing understandings as we try to get our way to the start of high school athletics this fall. As a reminder, the sports considered low risk, sports like cross country, uh, girls tennis, girls golf, girls swimming and diving, those sports are getting underway with practices beginning on Monday. And uh, it will be interesting to see how many of those sports, how many of those schools actually do begin practice on Monday. We are trying to uh, put together a list of uh, schools that are uh, moving forward that will be playing this fall. Um, some of those decisions are being made on a sport-by-sport basis at some schools. Some of them have already announced that they'll uh, not participate in fall sports and will be pursuing possible spring options that the WIA is, uh, is working on. Um, but as that information comes in, we will continue to update that. We hope to, to publish an initial list here soon, uh, perhaps sometime next week. Now, the, uh, the sports considered high risk, higher risk, volleyball, soccer, football, we're still a month and a half away from, uh, from those sports starting games and still about a month, uh, almost a month away from, uh, from those sports starting practices. So there's still some decisions to be made. There's still some schools that are working on the return to school planning. There's still, um, you know, things in the works. And a huge thing that many are waiting for is the decision and the uh, details on Friday at the WI Board of Control meeting where they are expected to outline um, and, and discuss options for that spring season for fall sports. Um, the executive staff has been working on a number of different options, a number of different plans that will be presented to the Board of Control, and it is expected that they will vote on a, uh, on a plan for that. And once that is known, then we should start to see more clarity, more, uh, more schools deciding whether they want to pursue that spring option or whether they want to remain and, and try to find a way forward in the fall. Uh, that, that spring option... You know, we don't know what it's going to look like, and um, none of the options are good. Otherwise, we would have done it already. If you if you pursue something like the Southwest option, the Southwest plan that got defeated at the last Board of Control meeting, um, where you would condense the fall season, play it immediately after or, or towards the end of the winter season, maybe start in early March, play into early May, and then bump spring sports back and make them essentially a summer sport, play them from early May through July. Uh, a lot of problems with that, obviously, that were well-documented, discussed. Um, but if you, I mean, the other option is you try to run them concurrently. You try to run the, the adjusted fall season at the same time as the regular spring sports, and now you're making uh, the, the multi-sport athletes choose what sport they want to participate in, and it will significantly impact a number of the programs, both the fall sports and the spring sports. In some places, it might mean that there would not be a baseball team or a softball team or a track and field team or much of a team anyway. 
Um, so again, it's it's picking from some bad options. It's trying to find the best of a bad situation, the best of bad options, and and move forward. Um, obviously, there's been a lot that has come out this week, and, and in recent, uh, you know, the last week and a half, that has not been good for high school sports in Wisconsin. Um, but it it doesn't necessarily mean that they're done. Uh, the Big Ten announcing that they're not going to be playing the WIAC. Um, you know, the other Division three conferences, the a number of the Division two conferences in the region, um, it, it becomes uh, a difficult thing to sell to play high school sports, uh, high school football especially, when the Big Ten, Division three, Division two in the area are not going forward. Also, um, in, in the last couple of weeks, Minnesota announced that they are adjusting their seasons. Uh, a number of their their fall sports are staying in the fall, but volleyball and uh, football are going to move to the spring. So, you know, that's just a, another difficult optic uh, issue for high school football, especially in Wisconsin, to move forward. Now, there are states around us. Michigan is moving forward with fall football. Iowa, has, uh, I believe they started fall football practice this week, actually. Um, the, the Dakotas, Nebraska, there's, there's other states that are moving forward with fall football in, and also states in other parts of the country, of course. Um, I think the latest tally is less than a third of states in the country are, have moved fall football to spring or, or to some other option. So that means roughly two thirds of them are still planning on trying to pursue that fall option. And of course, we're all waiting for uh, return to school in a lot of places. Many places have announced their plans. Uh, some of them are going fully virtual, which means you're probably not going to have sports there. Uh, some of them are going to do a hybrid model. Some of them are, are in person. Um, but that, again, was why that delay was made for fall sports to try to allow the uh, return to school plans to be in place, to try to allow those to... Uh, you know, open up and then work on the sports component. So uncertainties, obviously, uh, again, some hurry up and wait. Uh, we'll get further clarification on Friday at the board of control meeting. And, and as I've, I've said, and on, on Twitter a couple of times now, um, I, I don't expect that the WIA will change their current fall sports plan. I think, um, my inclination is that it will be left as a local control decision whether an individual school will move forward with fall sports, not do fall sports, um, pursue that spring option that, that they will have more information on. Uh, I, I do not see the WIAA shutting down fall sports completely. I just I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to leave it up to local control. And as I've said for a while now, I, I think the bigger question around fall sports and around football is how many teams are going to play this fall. That's the question. Is it 75% of teams will play? Is it 50% will play this fall? Is it less than that? That's the question, I think, more so than will they shut it down. The only way I, I think it gets shut down completely is if it comes from the state level, if it comes from the governor via an executive order from uh, from DPI, from DHS. Uh, those are the only ways I think that it could potentially get shut down completely. 
Um, there hasn't been any indication that that's on the horizon or that that's something that they are looking at doing or wanting to do. But you never know how things will change. You never know, you know where things are going to go with that. Um, certainly the state was involved with the return to play guidance and planning uh, that the WIA has been working on. Um, they work closely with DPI. They work closely with uh, the Department of Health Services. Um, and obviously schools themselves, the, uh, the governor has, has left that a local decision. So I, I don't think it's going to happen, but as we have seen, a lot can change very, very quickly. As our discussion continues about fall sports, spring sports, what's going to happen, uh, we'll bring in a, a person that has been uh, intimately involved in this discussion and in these conversations and uh, certainly affected by uh, everything that has gone on in the last uh, couple weeks and months. Uh, Brian Kaminsky, the head football coach at Sun Prairie High School, a uh, uh, WFCA region rep as well. And of course, Sun Prairie was one of the first schools to uh, announce a virtual learning and also a uh, cancellation of fall sports. Uh, coach Kaminsky, we appreciate you joining us on the WSN podcast, first of all. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So again, Sun Prairie was one of the first to uh, to kind of go the route of virtual uh, learning, and then, uh, as I said, moving or, or canceling the fall season and and potentially um, exploring the, the spring options that are available. Up to that point, when when Sun Prairie announced that cancellation, what had you been able to do with your guys? What had you been able to do, you know, since last season ended? <laughs> uh, that's uh, unfortunately, and uh, I wish I had a great answer, but, uh, you know, unfortunately we haven't been able to do much with our student athletes. And I think that's the most troublesome part for me uh, is in this five and a half months, we haven't been able to be face to face with them. Um, like everybody else, we've had some zoom meetings right away to kind of check in our kids and talk to our kids, which, you know, started out great and kind of go bland. I think the, the, the student athletes kind of get tired of that situation. Um, we were not able to open up our weight room this summer or hold any conditioning classes um, for our, our contact days. Uh, we did virtual contact days, which was something uh, new for us. And uh, we went five days um, uh, in July and we did uh, one day where we split them up into position groups and did an install. And the next day we had them uh, come outside with their phones or computers. And we tried to put them through some drill work, which was uh, interesting, but I'll be honest with you. It was uh it was much needed just to be able to see our, our kids come together and, you know, Sunday night as we're talking as a staff beforehand, what are we going to do? How many kids are we going to get? You know, we're expecting not too many, but we averaged over 130 kids a day in those five Zoom meetings. So that was that was pretty impressive by our student athletes. I think that showed that they're just craving to get back and, and, and to have some interaction with um, their coaches and their peers and everybody else. So, you know, we've been able to – um, virtually train our kids through a, a program called Train Heroic uh, that we send a workout to their phone. Uh, it has videos with those workouts to show them how to do it, and uh, it, it's been great. Uh, you know, there's workouts that if they have weights, they can do these exercises. If they don't have weights, they can do these and with some speed and agility training as well. So, um, unfortunately, we have not been able to be face-to-face with our student-athletes during this whole time, which, I, I like I said, for me is a big challenge. You know, you get into teaching and coaching because you love to interact uh, with the young people and build those relationships. And uh, as I think a lot of people find out, it's tough to continue to foster those great relationships through a through a computer screen. But, you know, we're trying the best we can, and, and we're doing everything as well as we can as well. 
Dane County, uh, where Sun Prairie is located, um, you know, was was one of the first to come out with some additional uh, guidelines and and uh, restrictions uh, after the governor's stay, uh, safer at home order ended. Um, you know, it, it it maybe wasn't a surprise the way things played out at Sun Prairie and some of the other uh, Madison uh, area schools in terms of uh, virtual learning and, and fall sport, uh, sports not proceeding. But what was it like when you had to tell the players that this is this is what's going to happen? We are not going to have a fall season this year. Well, that was tough, you know, uh, and, and right when that came out, uh, I probably got about 15, 20 texts from our guys right away. Coach, what does this mean? What do I have to do? <laughs> can I transfer? Can I, can I do this? Uh, what can I do to play this game and, and still be involved? And, uh, which the guys hit the break button. Uh, let's see what this means and, and what we can do. Uh, and then we had a, again, a, another big zoom meeting with our entire squad and told them what we knew at that particular time and just said, you know, we got to trust that this is the best thing for um, young people in, in our county right now. And I think that, you know, what really makes the challenge is, is you're here in Sun Prairie and, and, and Dane County and in lockdown. And, but yet, you know, my daughter could go to Waterloo and play in a tournament, which is 15 minutes away and then softball. So I think that's what the biggest struggle is, is that it's not, you know, um, consistent throughout the state, which I understand. Uh, but that also makes a little bit of a struggle when you see guys going ahead and going to practice and doing some things and, and you got some other people sitting at home wanting to do those same things. So I think that's the biggest struggle there. It's the biggest struggle for our kids is just wanting to get back and do some type of training. And, and right now we can't do that. So they were all pretty uh, upset, but uh, you know, kind of like we said, possibly you could do some things in the spring and, and you know, that gave them some hope. And, and we tell them you control what you control, you know, our big model there is control the dash. And, and, you know, once we got told uh, we weren't going to be able to have fall sports, what do we need to do to be ready if we can go in the spring? We don't even know what the spring would look like, but let's be as prepared as we can and, and do what we can to uh, be as good as we can. And, and whether that's on the football field or in the classroom or, or, all, or in the community. So our kids have done a good job of that, and, and they're hungry to get on the field, and, and they understand it's going to take some time, but uh, we're just going to see how this thing plays out right now. We're talking with Brian Kaminsky, the head football coach at Sun Prairie. Um, you and I have talked, and there's been a lot of uh, information that has come out about, you know, what what the impact of shutdowns have been on young people. As as things go farther, as as your guys do not have a fall sports season, and as you said, you haven't even been able to see them face to face essentially for uh, what five or six months now, almost. What concerns do you have about your players? About what this? Um, you know, no fall sports will uh, will do to them and, and mean for them. I have a ton of concerns. I mean, I have uh, two children myself. One will be a sophomore, uh, my son, and my daughter will be a freshman. And just seeing them, you know, not be able to interact as much with their peers and, and not get involved in the sports that typically play uh, is concerning. Um, you know, we've seen all the studies uh, that have been out there saying, uh, you know, depression and anxiety are, are definitely up in and kids of this age and aren't able to do things. And I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we all have kids from different backgrounds and, and different situations. And um, usually when you're in school, you're, you're in your coaching environment, you, you can see if a kid is down or if they're having a hard time. But when you don't have that interaction with them, whether it's daily or weekly, uh, you, you can't see that. And, and we know how it is. It's, it's hard for anybody. Heck, it's hard for me sometimes when I'm 47 years old to ask somebody for help. And, uh, 
you know, that's the biggest thing that, that scares me is that our kids that uh, need some help at home, whether it's, you know, parents have been let go of a job or, or maybe they have to work more or now they're taking care of their younger brothers and sisters or now they're required to work. Um, maybe they don't have great access to computers at home. How are they going to continue with school virtually? Maybe, you know, they have a hard time learning through a computer. Um, what are we going to do to support those kids? And it's tough to, to manage that and, and to reach out to those kids as best as we can and let them know that we're here for them, um, you know, but it takes them to kind of step up and ask for help sometimes as well. So one thing we've done uh, here at Sun Prairie is we've put um, our, we like we have 170 kids uh, in our program right now. And uh, we've kind of put them in groups of seven with, with different coaches and just said, we got to check in with these kids every week. And, you know, that's still a challenge to get all seven there at the same time, but uh, we do as best we can and, and just try to pick them up uh, emotionally and, and let them know if there's anything we can do uh, that we're here for them. You mentioned the spring option that, that Sun Prairie and other big eight schools have indicated they will pursue. We're still waiting for exactly what that fall or excuse me, spring season could and would look like, uh, likely to get clarification and, and details and options from the WIAA at their board of control meeting on Friday. What are your hopes for what that spring season would look like? Length of the season, uh, possibilities, you know, when it would be played, how it would be played, whether, you know, run at the same time as spring sports or some kind of condensed seasons. What, what would you like to see that spring option look like? You know, it's tough because, you know, as, as much as I wanted to have football, but you got to be um, respectful of the other seasons. You know, we, we lost the spring season uh, last year, so just because football's done, we shouldn't say get rid of the spring season and, and, and interfere with those guys as well. Um, you know, we got all these different things going on, but. You know, in, in in my opinion, in order to have a three sports season, I'm fortunate that, that you know, my son wants to be involved in three sports throughout his high school career, which is is pretty special to me, and, and we encourage that here at Sun Prairie within our our student athletes. Um, you know, we do, we got to modify it in some way, shape, or form. And you know, what I'd love to see is, is we pump the brakes and we get the school year started um, right and, and get that foot off the ground first, because that's going to be the first one that's got to happen and, and get done the right way. And you know, I think if we you could start uh, winter sports sometime in January uh, and just had your winter sports. And then, and then you went your uh, typical fall sports, you know, first um, week of March, second week of March to the beginning of May. And then you let your spring sports run uh, that first week of May and they go until maybe that first week of July. I, I think that would allow everybody to have a, a modified season. You know, unfortunately, I don't think there's really going to be um, a true state championship right now in my, in my eyes in any season, but uh, it would give these student athletes an opportunity to still participate in their three sports seasons. And I really don't want to, I really wouldn't want to have uh, football just move to the spring. And so you're going to compete with now baseball and track. And, you know, we got plenty of coaches and I'm a coach that uh, coaches track and football. I don't want to have to decide which one I'm going to do. I don't want coaches to have to get on players to decide which sport to play. Um, so in my eyes, if we can do a modified season for all those three, um, different sports seasons. I, I think that would be ideal. Uh, so for us, if we could play our conference games and then maybe a, a plus one, uh, if, if time allows, I haven't really looked at the timeline that much, but uh, if we could play our, our normal conference season um, and then maybe we could match up with the Badger conference and say, you know, whoever finishes first place can play each other one more, one more game and, and then that's your season. But I, you know, I know we're not going to get, uh, your typical season in, and I'm okay with that. We'd just like to see uh, some type of opportunities for our kids to partake in this great sport. Have you had conversations with your guys about 
whether they would play in a fall season, um, you know, if there's other things going on in their lives, if there's kids that might be graduating early, if there's, uh, you know, again, potentially for the season to run at the same time as spring sports. Do you have an idea of how many you would actually get in the spring? I think if we ran it the, the way we're not, we're not conflicting with our sports, I, I think we'd get uh, a good percentage. I think we get almost all of our kids, to be honest. With you. I haven't heard a kid say, you know, if we went in, in March to May that they would not play. You know, so there's kids that that want to that truly enjoy the game, and, and what football is a special game. It, it, it really is. It, it takes everybody uh, going the same direction, and it's the ultimate team sport. So the kids miss that, and they and they want to be able to have that deal of a Friday night. And we're fortunate enough here at Sun Prairie, we built a brand new stadium. Our kids are eager to get on that and and play on that the first time. So uh, I believe we're going to have uh, the, all of our kids play if that's the opportunity that presents itself. With the unknowns around what may happen uh, this year and and even into the spring, um, we have tried to continue to to shine the spotlight on teams and players and continued with our conference previews that we already did the Big 8 conference knowing that it was not going to be held this fall. But I want to give you a chance to to shine that light on your team as well. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, what would have been and what hopefully will be this year's version of the Sun Prairie Cardinals. Yeah, hopefully uh, we're able to build upon uh, the success we had at the end of last year and making it to level three and, and losing to a talented uh, Mass Memorial team in a, in a close football game. But, uh, you know, I think we have a lot of a lot of great kids that are working hard and, and getting stronger. Uh, up until they're shut down, we're having our best offseason uh, in the weight room uh, that we've ever had in, in my time here. So, um, you know, we, we were blessed that we had some young talent on our football team last year that, uh, took a little bit longer than we thought maybe to gel, but they really came together at the end. And, uh, you know, we're going to be led by, we got five, four offensive linemen coming back. Um, we have two H-backs back. We have a couple receivers. we got a quarterback. So offensively, we've got a lot of talent, and uh, we got to find some depth at wide receiver. Um, and then uh, defensively, uh, you know, we have a couple defensive linemen back, and, and one uh, a lot of people know about is Isaac Ham, who who's just uh, had a great off season and a great start to his career. He's very athletic and has uh, probably five or six Big Ten offers out there right now. And then we got uh, two outside linebackers back and uh, Addison Ostring and, and Jacob Hellenbrand. And you know we got a couple inside backers back, so we got to find some uh, people in the defensive secondary. And um, you know you can't forget about special teams. And we got Owen Konopecki who. Uh, just committed to playing college football at the Air Force Academy, and uh, he's a tremendous weapon for us in, in that game. So, um, you know, we're excited if we're able to have a season. We feel we got the nucleus to be, have a very good, very good football team. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of potential, but as we tell them all the time, we don't want to be talking about potential at the end of the year. We want to talk about how we uh, reached and, and, and hopefully exceeded that potential that we thought we had. You mentioned Isaac Ham. Uh, just going to be a junior, but uh, was an all-conference player last year, as you said, receiving pretty substantial um, college interest at this time. Uh, you know, what's what's his uh, his ceiling like, and uh, do you have a uh, an idea on what his recruiting timeline might be like? Obviously, things are very different right now. Uh, might not be able to do uh, campus visits the way that you normally would, but um, you know, is he a kid that that might make a decision at some point this year? You know, I think this whole thing is going to maybe uh, put that on hold a little bit, uh, to be honest with you. He's talked to me about wanting to get out to some different uh, colleges and take a look and, and really wanted to play this year and just focus on, on having a great season for Sun Prairie this year's junior year and then kind of see um, where that led him. Uh, and then obviously we know that right now 
we're not sure when or if we'll be able to play um, as, as throughout the state. That uh, not sure as well. But uh, you know, I think what really makes him special is his athleticism. You know, he grew up being a running back all his life and a skilled kid, and uh, even played running back a little bit his freshman year for us and the JV level. And then all of a sudden, he kept growing, and he's six five, two hundred seventy pounds now. So, uh, you know, I think that's what makes him special. But I, I think yes, this whole. Um, the pandemic is, is going to affect the recruiting thing and how kids make decisions. I mean, you're going to have some kids possibly to make a decision without ever uh, going onto a campus or, or visiting that campus or uh, really having that uh, great opportunity to do some of those things. But uh, the nice thing for him is he's only going to be a junior this year. So I think he does have a little bit more time. And uh, I hope colleges understand that and respect that, that, you know, until you can get on the campus and get a true feel for things, that's a tough decision to make. We're continuing our conversation with Sun Prairie head football coach Brian Kaminsky. Sun Prairie opening a new stadium this year, uh, redesigned uh, stadium there at uh, Ashley Field. Is is that still the name of it, Ashley Field? Yeah, Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium at Ashley Field. Okay, so a new stadium, uh, completely redesigned from the ground up. Um, tell us about that process and, and what the end result has been. Uh, it's you know it, uh, we passed a referendum. A couple of years ago, uh, due to the fact that we're going to well, open up another school here in Sun Prairie, uh, so we decided to, our community decided to go ahead and, and, and get a state-of-the-art facility down at Ashley Field, and uh, it's crazy. Um, we played our last home game on it uh, last year and had a little ceremony uh, at the end of that one. Uh, the game was pretty entertaining. We actually wore some throwback uniforms to, to my first year being a head coach, so kids are pretty fired up about that, and uh you know, that, and then when we practiced in the playoffs, we went down to Ashley Field, uh, which is always a great uh, a great place to play and great place to practice. And then, well, unfortunately, we lost to Madison Memorial. They started working on it that, that Monday afterwards. So um, uh, they've turned our field, so uh, now it runs north-south. Uh, they still kept it. It's always kind of been sunk into what we call the pit area where you, it, it's not – um, just walk in and you're at field level, so we still have that, which is which I think adds a, a great deal to it. Um, it's got uh, some big retaining walls. It's got artificial turf. Um, it, it's going to be, in, in my opinion, uh, one of the best stadiums in the Midwest, not only uh, the state here, but in the Midwest. Uh, I think the other key component to it is we have press boxes on, on the visitor side as well as the home side, so there's none of that where you're going to have people right now on top of each other, plenty of space for that. And uh, locker rooms available down there. It's just going to be a state-of-the-art facility and one that we're excited to utilize for years to come. And you mentioned a new uh, new school opening soon in Sun Prairie. And in fact, the uh, the field there at your new field will already sport the logo of both uh, high schools, the, uh, the West Wolves and the East Cardinals. I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, new school opening in a few years. I, kn- I know that, um, you know, We've had some conversations, and that's a little bit of a concern for you as a football coach that you're going to lose potentially half your guys. So, you know, what what's that timeline like, and and what are you uh, envisioning, and, and what are some of the challenges that you see down the road as that uh, school opens and transitions in a couple of years? Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a challenge, and uh, it's something that our community wants, and so we, we got to go ahead and find a way to uh, be as good as we can through that. Uh, this unique time and opening up another school uh, in a state. So um, I think the, the, the other unique thing for me is I have a son, like I said, who's a sophomore and uh, the new school is going to open up his senior year and they're going to take our community and our, our kids at that time and split them up at that particular time. And they'll 
go from either Sun Prairie East or, or Sun Prairie West. And, uh, you know, I, and I think that especially for me, uh, being a coach and, you know, being involved in my son's youth leagues, I'm going to be at that time of coaching some of these kids since they've been six years old all the way up to their uh, junior year in high school. Some of them potentially maybe started for me for two years and then they'll be going to the other school. So um, that'll be, that'll be interesting. It'll be a challenge. I think there's a lot of things we need to do to make sure that, uh, you know, we continue and, and hopefully get better here at Sun Prairie and hopefully I'm at, at the East school. Uh, that's the side of town that I live on and so where my kids will go, my son and my daughter. So hopefully I'll still be at Sun Prairie East and, uh, we're going to try to do everything we can to make it great. I think one of the challenges that we're going to have is what do you do with your youth programs, youth football, youth basketball? Do you split them up now to go some Prairie East and some Prairie uh, the other side of town, or, or do you go ahead and, and just keep them as one? So uh, that's something that we got to figure out that's going to be a big challenge for everybody. But, uh, you know, it, it, we're, we got work plans in place to go ahead and get as good as we can. And, and when those doors open up, we, you know, we're not going to make any excuses. We're going to say this is what we got, and we're going to try to be as good as we can. Before we let you go, uh, you and I have kind of joked a little bit about what you're going to be doing this fall with a uh, an open fall, uh, no football on the schedule here in August and in the rest of the, the fall. So what are you going to do? What are your plans? I, I know I kind of <laughs> joked with you that, that maybe you'd you know go join somebody else's staff and help out if they were playing, but um, what do you got in the works? What are you going to be doing this fall to keep yourself busy? Well, do you want my answer? Or do you want my wife's answer? Two different <laughs> things, right there. Uh, you know, I'm sure she wants me to continue doing some work around the house, which we've done a lot of. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting time uh, for sure. You know, and then uh, I've been doing uh, fall football for 39, 40 years here, and it's a different feeling. But uh, you know, if there's some teams that they have some games, I hope to catch a, a game and a fish fry somewhere on a Friday night. And uh, you know, one thing I have been able to do is I, I like to go musky fishing, but I never get to go in the fall when you get to catch the real big ones. So I'm hoping to go up uh, north to Manitouche Waters with my father-in-law, Coach Han, and uh, catch a big old musky at some point this fall. So uh, other than that, just continue spending time at home, continue finding ways to interact with our kids. And, and like I said, maybe drive with you to a game, Travis, so we can give our input on that game down the road. Would love to have it. Uh, we'll, we'll be in touch on that for sure. Uh, Brian Kaminsky, head football coach at Sun Prairie, has been our guest. Coach, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, uh, especially this you know difficult time that, that you and, and your team have been dealing with, with the uncertainty and everything else. But we wish you the best. I'm sure we'll see you soon here, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. Well, thank you, and we appreciate everything you do for covering uh, the state of Wisconsin. You do a tremendous job there with sports, Travis. So I want to say thank you for that. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Great stuff from our friend Coach Kaminsky there at Sun Prairie, breaking down what has uh, been going on in his program, how things have been impacted, and uh, what the what the future looks like for Sun Prairie, not just this year and, and into the spring, but with a new field, with a new school opening, all the dynamics that come into play there. Uh, so good stuff as always. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at TravisWSN. I will be providing some live updates from Friday's WIAA Board of Control meeting where we are expected to get some clarification on that spring option. Again, I don't think that we'll have any changes to the previously announced WIAA plans for fall sports, but you never know. But it will be an important meeting to follow and uh, and know what's going on because there are some things that could have some pretty significant impacts on uh, on the high school sports realm. So make sure you follow along. Um, again, Travis WSN, at Travis WSN on Twitter. 
And of course, we'll uh, we'll be providing some updates throughout the day and a recap afterwards to uh, to break it all down. We're getting closer. Again, practices will begin in some areas of the state, in some schools, on Monday for cross country, girls swimming and diving, girls tennis, girls golf. So we're getting there. We're we're inching, inching, inching closer to getting back. This has been a Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson. When we do get back to live sports, we'll see you at a game.